Welcome to the Think Tank on Experiencing Art in Public Space, led by me, Angelique Kampens. In this podcast, we will be joined by a group of students as we explore the connection between art, architecture and society and question the significance of art in public spaces and its educational value with input from residents, architects, artists and theoreticians. Today we are going to the outskirts of Antwerp, where we explore the integration of art in social housing and public spaces, drawing inspiration from the works of architect Renat Brahms units at Kiel. These high-rise blocks were built between 1949 and 1958. It was Brahms' first project where he integrated painting, murals and sculpture, and shows the importance of the synthesis of the arts. Here we are meeting the social worker Bart Egermond, who kindly hosts us in Nova, a community center in Kiel, featuring a social canteen, workshops, exhibitions, and a stage for theater or music. Different organizations work in this place, with the common aim of facilitating access to culture for the neighborhood and, ultimately, creating a space for everybody. Bart Egermond discusses how art can help to create a sense of identity and belonging within the community, or how art can bring people together, and how it can serve as a platform for dialogue and engagement. We are all excited by this example of engagement in the community, and some questions arise. How can an art institution support a community's life and its needs? And what kind of engagements should it ask of people with limited access to culture? Because right after the Second World War, there was no houses, um, there were not enough houses or apartments in, in Antwerp. So the city said to a, lot, uh, to a couple of architects, come on, we need fast. Uh, apartments and Renat Brahm, he won the prize. the prize and he could, could build here a lot of uh, apartments, but they are built in the years of 50, yeah. 55, so they are now, it's uh, they are all social buildings, social apartments, it's, the buildings are at the end, but still they're really beautiful, so you cannot, you cannot break them, but they're protected, but yeah. they need a lot of restorations because if you if you if you're going to talk to the people yeah they're all going to say it's difficult living here uh, it's not easy yeah. but still they are really beautiful yeah. um, there is also one apartment who is in original uh, status yeah you can visit it but you have to make an appointment and then you can go into the apartment people do that, how people get people interested, how people reach people, other than word of mouth, like, what can you... The best way to do it here is talk to them and, and try to encourage them to come one time over here and then we call it the take five moment here. If somebody comes in and you don't know him, you stop working, 
and you go to that person and you say hello, you invite them, you let you show them around, show them what you do, tell them about the food, it's all vegetables, uh, uh, don't, you, you can eat what you want. That's uh, a NOVA, a cultural uh, meeting center, let's say it. And for me it's like two big words, culture and meeting, and everything we do in the day is, is to m let people meet with each other, let them talk to each other, uh, people who don't speak uh, Dutch, while doing activities, they start um, l speaking Dutch, they start meeting people, they start to feel really good here. Um, we work here with five people and it's a lot of the a lot of the times people say it's like coming to my family again. Um, so the building, um, I, I work here now for 10 years now and for me it's always uh, nice to come in the building. Uh, it used to be a library uh, 20 years ago. Uh, they said, the government, the city said, mm, we don't have enough money to, to open a lot of bib uh, libraries in a lot of neighborhoods. So they decided to shut down this library. So this building was open, there was nothing to do. And then uh, still my coordinator, Liva Petit, she was then working for an organization who works with uh, people who live in a... Um, Poverty, and the, the, the organization is called Recht um, Up, the Right On, um, and so um, she talked with uh, another organization which is called Samen Living's about uh, uh, a way to live together, uh, a sport organization also who has the focus on people who live in poverty, and the cultural side. Those four organizations, they said, come on, let's, let's do something in this building and let's try to do everything we do has to be in function of the people who live here. Um, and that's still what's going on here right now. Um, when you went in the, the cafeteria, it's run by people who live here in the neighborhood. We don't do anything for them. They all do it by themselves. In the day, it's all activities, trying to let people connect with each other. And then the cultural part is we try to, to organize culture to a bar apart heter, is, uh, is you connect uh, one person who lives in poverty, you connect with, with a person who doesn't live in poverty, and you join, you let them join to see culture together, to go together to theater, to go together to... Yeah. Volunteers. 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 Yeah. Also yeah. from around the area? In different yeah, places. most of the times it's uh, people who live also here in the area. Another big um, hill to climb is the distance to, to, to go to a theater hall in the yeah. city center. It's also difficult because those uh, people in poverty, they don't drive cars. Yeah. Uh, they all do everything with public tra transport. We do, we do everything here in the house. It's close. It's we don't. The prices are really low. Antwerp made a, a huge step um, by making all the prices um, accessible for people who live in poverty. With a special price, we call it um, the Kansen Tarif. It's with an easy uh, pass. People need to register one time, and then it's the same 
thing for people who, who don't live in poverty. They just come in, buy a ticket, show their pass, but everybody does it like that. And if I would go, I would pay 10 euros. If, uh, if the other person comes, they pay 2 euros, but nobody sees it. So it makes things easy, yeah? um, and 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 then by giving them here a place to watch culture, to go to theater, to hear um, poetry, they start loving it, and maybe then they go to the big the big places in the city center to also um, enjoy those kind of things. So there are a lot, a lot of children here living here, um, and now we do. We try to do the same with families. Um, um, if I, I have children, uh, we try to go once a month to a theater. For people who are living here, it's not so normal to go to a theater. A lot of times they say it's not for us. My children don't like theater. So we have we, now we try to encourage them to say, come on, let's go together. Or you you put here a, a, a family theater, and you let them join in here uh, together with mommy and, and papi and um, and the children. And then they see, oh, okay, it's really nice. You give them afterwards pancakes or something. And I always say it's on a Sunday afternoon. Your children are a little bit uh, too much energy in the apartment. Let's go outside. Let's let let them join a theater, and then it's one hour of spectacle. But you have to you have the way in, the pancakes, and it's uh, an afternoon well filled. And then afterwards, your children are still um, creative in their mind at home, uh, and it works. Now we sell like every month between 150 and 260 tickets to to theaters. Uh, everywhere, so drink coffee and eat soup together. So the mission, let's meet, is succeeded. succeeded. They talk to each other, they know each other. So that's a nice thing. Um. you enjoyed the podcast if you did please subscribe to get the latest episodes you can also find us on our blog thinkpublic.space and follow the conversation about the podcast this podcast wouldn't have been possible without the generous support and assistance of our sponsors europe next generation europe school of arts kask and the nomadic school of arts we are deeply grateful to all the people who have helped make this project a reality, including Raf Enkels for his coaching, Melissa Rijke for her sound work, Peter Blomme for early advice, and Eike Rodenberg of the Nomadic School of Arts. Thank you for listening, and until next time.